you have to work through, you have to get through, get over. And that's just where I'm at with it. And I went back and forth on whether or not we should even talk about it because it's only the third episode. And I feel like this second episode, we kind of did a little bit of this. And I thought it was just because I was sick, you know, and I just kind of didn't really want to do it. And that is true. But, you know, here I am feeling a lot better and I'm sitting down and having the same struggle. Like, and I've had to spend time with myself asking myself, do I really want to do this? Is that what the problem is? Is it that I don't want to do it? And I know myself really, really, really well. And the answer is yes, I do want to do this. Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey diving deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. We explore pivotal moments, motivations, challenges conquered, and the inspiration that fuels their success. Guiding you on this journey is none other than Roderick Lenhart, a multi-seven-figure business owner, number one best-selling author, international speaker, and certified business coach. Time to buckle up, because here we go. Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Partnerpreneur, where Nicole and I sit down and chat about life as an entrepreneurial couple. And today's episode, we kind of let Nicole take the reins a little bit. She's been having a little bit of a struggle showing up to the podcast bus, and it is something that I definitely see in my coaching practice and that all of us experience, and I think it is a, a valuable piece of the puzzle. And we talk about showing up and just working through that inner critic and the fears and the imposter syndrome. So let's listen in. Hey, gang. Roderick here, and I have got Nicole with me as well. Hey, everybody. And we're talking a lot about, well, this week about inner critic and imposter syndrome and all of the things inside of our heads that keep us from doing the thing we want or need to do. And I certainly see this a lot in coaching. It doesn't necessarily matter what level you're at. And there's folks that have been in public and doing things and putting themselves, quote unquote, out there for a long time. And if you listen to any of the great speakers of our age or previous ages, that thing never goes away. I think you just you start to build yourself tools that allow you to move past it faster. And I certainly see this, you know, I'm in a group with in a couple of different masterminds and in the, we'll call it the lesser, it's not lesser. (laughs) That's not meant to be derogatory, but they're new coaches. They're, they're coming out of school and many of them, you know, I have a lifelong sales background. So it was not hard for me to get clients, to get my first clients, to get my hours when I went to Brown and got my ICF and all that. And these folks can't do that. And a lot of it, or at least they struggle with it. And a lot of it comes down to inner critic and imposter and being not only just afraid of what people think about what you're saying or what your ask is or whatever that may be, but the inner critic side of it that says, you, you know, you aren't good enough. And why should you be doing any of this? Who's going to listen to you? Why should they listen to you? Why should they care what you have to say? And the reality is, and it's it's proven by our kind of independent maker economy that we have now, you, know, you look at the course industry, 
It's a multi, multi, multi billion dollar industry. And it is generally people that are four or five steps ahead of you. They're teaching you, they're pulling you along. And we pay a lot of money to get that information versus, you know, take knitting. It's the, it's the person who knows how to, how to knit better than you is teaching you the basics versus the world's best knitter. You know, you're, and it can be anything. You can use any analogy, but most times the reason that you don't want to share your gift, your art, your magic with the world is because you're either afraid of what people are going to say, or you have a voice inside of your head saying you're not good enough. And Nicole and I are absolutely no different when it comes to these things. And we've got this segment of the podcast. And I know Nicole in particular has been struggling a little bit just with putting herself out there. And it is very much a learned skill. And I remember almost a year ago now uh, being in Tokyo doing my first videos because I didn't want people to be able to hear me. (laughs) And that was my inner critic and that was my imposter syndrome. And like Nicole will tell you now, I make it look easy. And that's simply because I have a thousand hours of practice. (laughs) You know, I'm on stages now and I'm constantly on this screen and I'm interviewing people and coaching people around the world. So I'm very, very much used to it. And I want Nicole to to describe kind of what this process has been like for her. Because if you all know her, she's very, very much a perfectionist. And she's very hard on herself about the first two episodes, even though the world has told us that those are the two most popular episodes we have. And it's not just because of her cute voice. So I want Nicole, in Nicole, in Nicole's words, we're going to let her take the reins here and just kind of describe what it's been like to go through this process because I think all of us can either be reminded of it and the vast majority of us can learn a lot of lessons from what it's like. Yes, I am on the struggle bus a little bit with this whole process and I find myself confused as to why. I find myself wanting to fast forward through all of the uncomfortable parts. I find myself anxious to be where I see you um, so that I can be at your level of podcasting. I spend way too much time in my brain trying to make sure I'm saying everything right, trying to make sure I'm getting everything out that I want to say. I don't like being misunderstood and that's really what my inner critic is all worried about. I um, think every episode we do is terrible. I want to redo it immediately. We have redone some. I have cried myself to sleep a couple of times. I have cried on the floor just this week. And I'm going to blame that one on the full moon. But I did because I just couldn't get through it. I just freeze. I have all these great ideas and all these things I want to say. And without the microphone in front of my face, it is no problem. And as soon as it is on and as soon as it is there, I just choke. And I mean, I I hate it. I understand that it is a part of the process and it's a part of the process that I'm willing to do. I'm doing it, but it still sucks. I still hate it. I still wish that it didn't have to be this way. What else do you want to know? I think for me, when I hear you say that, it's it's so normal. There's a reason people are afraid to be on stage. There's a reason camera shy is a, is a term. <laughs> you know, it's 
And I think that that is exactly the kind of episodes I want to be doing with you, where it is about the fear. It is about what it takes to overcome that. And there are people who are going to go, what? This chick's crying about a podcast? Come on. And those are the same people who wouldn't be able to do it themselves. You know, it's, it's very easy to judge the fighter, but not jump in the ring. You know, so I, I think what you're going through is not, I think it's very, very, very normal. And I am curious, let's take this episode today because you've made a lot of strides just in the last 48 hours. You sound, you sound more confident, you sound better, you're more fluid, but what, what have you done to take that first step? And I, I was just on a call with Antoine Burton, who we met in Austin together. I'm an NFL player, the whole deal. And that was the same question I asked him. You know, he has those same things. He's a 300 pound defensive tackle that played in the NFL. And he feels this exact same way about a lot of these things. And it's the question is, what do you do? What brought you to be able to take just that first step? Because that's the one that people have the hardest time with. Just showing up is the best place to start. I'm here. I am uncomfortable or not. I'm showing up. Tears or not, I'm showing up. I think, you know, uh, it was yesterday, the day before, whenever it was, we tried to record this and. And we got through it, but I wasn't happy with it. And I realized after the fact that it was a great exercise in vulnerability. If that's all we used it for, I got some practice. And that's all I need is some practice. I, and to clarify, I don't need practice being vulnerable. I've got that down pat. I need practice being vulnerable with the public. I'm not used to doing things in such a public-facing way. And as we've talked about before, my former life as a real estate agent, I, I didn't really have to be all vulnerable out in public. So, and I didn't have to create social media to do business and all those things. I've just never done anything like this. So I've watched you do it for months. You make it look so easy. And I do remember when it wasn't easy for you. But like most things, you got over it pretty quickly. It takes the rest of us a little bit longer in most cases. And that's where I'm at. There's just a lot to learn. And there's a lot to try not to worry about. It's not for me. I'm not worrying about people liking me or not liking me. I'm not afraid to fail. I just don't like being misunderstood. And I just want to make sure that the message is clear can sometimes feel hard because they're, these are quick, you know, little conversations that we're having. They're not long drawn out opportunities to explain and over explain. And I can't ask the audience if it makes sense like I would in conversation. So I guess it's kind of a control thing. I have to let go of control in this public facing way. It's a lot of things that I don't have a problem with in a in a private way, but this public thing is different. You just show up, you just do it, you just feel the fear and do it anyway. Are you ready to unlock the tools within you for powerful change? What if I told you that there was a proven formula that turns your deepest desires into reality? Here's the truth. The story you tell yourself about why you can't make it to the top likely doesn't align with reality. You have the tools within to conquer these monsters and more. We just need to tap into this immense power. In our best-selling book, Million Dollar Flip Flops, we dive into a proven formula 
the wave's method to overcome those inner monsters and so much more. What drives you at your core? Why do you get up every morning other than a paycheck? Do you have a statement of purpose that guides every decision you make? Roderick Lenhart's Waves Method delves into these questions, guiding you on a journey of self-discovery and success. You need to get your copy of Million Dollar Flip-Flops now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash book. Take the first step towards the life you've always wanted. Once again, it's milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash book. Don't wait, act now, and embrace your journey to success. Now, back to the show. For me, it's, I think about the one person. That's why I wrote the book. You know, I think about the one person that's listening to this that is like, man, yeah, I can do it too. You know, because they hear the real side of it. You know, and that's, and that's what people want. They want, they want to know the journey, not just the polished, the polished end piece. And I think that's what we've lost with social media, certainly. And you're starting to see more of that now, but it's, it's that it's not easy for you or me, but we're here doing it anyway, because we don't do this episode for us at all. I don't do the podcast for me. I do the podcast because I believe what I have learned in my life and what I interview other people about what they've learned in their lives and what you and I experience together can help someone. And so it's not about the feedback because there's going to be 80% of the people are going to listen to this and go, ah, that's a bunch of crap. Goodbye. They're not our people. And you have, that's the very first thing you have to be okay with. Yeah. I mean, I think I keep showing up and the whole reason I was excited to do this in the first place is exactly for that. I think that we have a lot to offer people, not just individually, but as a duo. And like I mentioned in the first one, we get asked about it a lot, but it's just another one of those things. The idea versus the reality so far is a little bit harder. Uh, You just feel this pressure that you didn't necessarily expect to feel because like I said, when we talk to each other without microphones in our hand, it's absolutely no problem. So yeah, I can't get, I can't is, even get a word in. <laughs> right. <laughs> One, because I'm busy trying to make sure you understand me. I just, the camera shy thing, like you said, it's a real thing. There's something about it. There's this pressure. There's this voice. There's all of a sudden all these things and you just feel like you're on stage for everyone to judge. And it doesn't matter how much you like yourself and how much you love yourself and how great you feel about what it is you have to say. There's something about this stupid microphone that you have to work through, you have to get through, get over. And that's just where I'm at with it. And I went back and forth on whether or not we should even talk about it because it's only the third episode. And I feel like this second episode, we kind of did a little bit of this. And I thought it was just because I was sick, you know, and I just kind of didn't really want to do it. And that is true. But, you know, here I am feeling a lot better and I'm sitting down and having the same struggle. Like, and I've had to spend time with myself asking myself, do I really want to do this? Is that what the problem is? Is it that I don't want to do it? And I know myself really, really, really well. And the answer is yes, I do want to do this or else I just, I wouldn't be here. So I just have to get through it. Like I can, I can get through it. I just, it's the part of the process that's, it kind of sucks, but it's the part of the process that I'll look back on later and 
be grateful for and know it was necessary and just all those things. Yeah. I think, you know, we talked about it in one of the, I'll call them the trial episodes, but showing up, you know, I remember going to yoga in Charlotte and the instructor is always saying, you know, you got to honor yourself because you showed up today on your mat and how much of life is just showing up, just putting in the reps, you know, and that's, and that's where people, I think the lesson in, in taking that first step is the most important one to learn. It's the most important one to teach. It's the most important one to share. So once people get going, you know, momentum's a thing, but I commend you, Nicole, for showing up today. I commend you for putting up with me this week, especially. Still, I'm going to blame some of it on the moon. Yeah, we need to tell people about your astrological signs and charts and numerology things next. (laughs) If I told them all of that and some of them will understand what I'm saying, I wouldn't need to say, say anything else. They'll go, oh yeah, I know exactly who she is and what's going on here. And that's what I mean. I know all these things about myself, strengths, weaknesses, tolerances, capabilities, but I still have that voice and I just want to strangle it, but we all have it. So we all have it for a reason. I should write a book and include a chapter about strangling your inner critic and the inner and the saboteur. What do you think? You should. I, I will model a caricature photo. It'll be me strangling mine. Well, folks. I will do a segment on that because it's a very real thing. Very real thing for me. It's a very real thing for Nicole, which you're hearing right now. And again, I commend her for showing up to today's episode. So keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for Nicole and I in our next Partnerpreneur episode. If you'd like to hear more of this or you have questions for Nicole and I, you can email Roderick at milliondollarflowflops.com. And we would love to give more of what you want to you every week. So. Don't be afraid to reach out. In the meantime, let the outro guy take over. Thanks, Nicole. See you later, Roderick. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this episode with them. Or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes. It's where we hang out in between episodes. Go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops. Until next time.